When your child comes out as LGBTQ, you need a place to find the right tools to help you and your child thrive. This is the podcast you need. Hi, my name is Jenny Hunter, and I am an advanced certified faith-based family coach. And I have coached over 10,000 hours helping families with LGBTQ children become healthy, thriving families. Thank you for joining me today. You know, this is my second time recording this podcast because I forgot to hit record. So I am choosing to think that this is going to be even better the second time, which I know it will. But this is such an important thing I want to talk to you about. And um, I love like teaching these things. In fact, I just taught um, these tools to my community. I just taught people pleasing with my community. And it was just such a great day. I coached a bunch of my community today. And then it's, I love the hybrid of what I do is where you still have one-on-one coaching with me. And then I teach you a tool and you could get on and really work on the tool that changes your thinking and your life. And, um, you know, one of my clients just told me, it was so nice. She said, you know, it's like, I'm sitting in a dark room and you come in and sit next to me and turn on the light and you teach me how to like see things differently and make things not so dramatic in my mind. And it was just such a lovely compliment because um, it really is, you know, good coach. She doesn't teach you how to do it. She just gives you that space for you. You have so much inner wisdom and we stop listening to our inner wisdom. And when you invest in this space, what you do is you give yourself time and permission and you learn the skill of starting to listen to your inner wisdom and see it and understand it. And that is where it becomes such a powerful thing in your world because you make the changes that are aligned with you and are perfect for you and with your spirit. And it's just, it's just such a privilege. I get to be part of that for so many amazing clients and I love my people. And if you would like to come in and join me and let me help you find your inner wisdom, come um, and join us because it is, you know, what you learn on this podcast is great, but it's like, kind of like, I'm telling you how to drive a car versus driving a car, you know, like learning how to drive a car really takes you coming in and driving the car. And that's what happens when you are willing to be coached and to be able to see what's going on with you. And that's how different the experiences and it's life-changing. It really is. It changed my life. My coach continues to change my life. You know, I've been having a coach for past oh, four years now, and she's still finding crazy in me. I still create crazy. So as long as we each have a brain, we create crazy that causes us pain that we need to learn how to learn the crazy. <clears throat> and so that's kind of what I'm talking about today is allowing it. You know, we learn how to recognize our emotions like anxiety and depression, but we don't learn how to allow for it. Our bodies are actually made to handle anxiety and nervousness and all these things, but our brains reject it. And our brains are constantly like trying to shut it down and make that a problem. And so you have to learn how to override your brain to allow these emotions that are natural and are part of life and coming, because if you don't learn how to do it, then those emotions become a serious problem for it. You don't know how to allow for it. And, you know, I was thinking about this, this came up to my mind because um, one of my good friends in my mastermind that I am with Jody Moore, she's an amazing coach and she is doing um, advanced certification with the life coach school where we got certified and do a master coach training. And you have to do a big project and she's writing a book and she's talking about how writing this book 
is letting is pushing her to like see this dramatic story and allowing it and how horrible it feels and how allowing it though is it feels amazing and it feels horrible because it's like it kind of gets worse before it gets better and she's feeling that worst but unless you learn how to allow the trauma the heavy things the discomfort um then you kind of eat it and it comes out in other ways. And so you kind of in being a parent of a LGBTQ child, there's going to be some discomfort. I want you to expect the discomfort. Um, when we don't expect it, then it becomes a bigger problem. And I haven't coached a family that is doesn't feel some discomfort with this new circumstance. So don't feel shame if you're feeling discomfort. It's part of this journey and discomfort is actually the key to your growth. Um, it's when you're feeling discomfort, that's information. Always our emotions are information. There's reasons, it's valid what you're feeling it, but then we need to kind of challenge it, allow it and see if we want to create something else. You know, um, when you expect the discomfort, it's that's really the game changer. You know, my um, kids, like we live in Florida, right? And so um, we get a lot of time to do hurricane cleanup. Uh, you know, we have a whole hurricane season from June to September. And we wear our yellow Mormon helping hand shirts and we get in the car Friday right after school. And then we go work somewhere till the end of the weekend and come back Sunday night. And there was one year in particular from Labor Day to Thanksgiving weekend, every weekend we were called to go to areas. And I got to tell you, hurricane cleanup is not for the faint of heart. It is hard work. You're going to areas that there's no air conditioning, there's no facilities, um, it's hot still here in Florida and hot without air conditioning and go into these homes. It could be challenging and it's hard labor outside. Trees are coming down. It's just hard. Everything's hard. It's not a day at the beach or a day in Disney World. And my teenagers, I they just overwhelmed me with how they showed up during that season where there was no complaints. There was no begrudgingly getting in the car. They just did it. And not only did they just do it, they were so cheerful. And it was funny at that time, I was the early morning seminary teacher. So like I would see like them coming in Monday morning, super tired, but so cheerful. And what I realized the difference was, is they expected the discomfort. They knew going into the car that what they were getting into, they knew it would be uncomfortable, but they just decided to go and have joy and make the best of it. And because of their brains was expecting the discomfort, when the discomfort happened, it wasn't a problem. And they were able to go all in and allow it and have that discomfort change them. And I saw a change in our youth during that time where the strength and this confidence that they um, grew because of them allowing to do hard things and the discomfort. And it reminds me of, um, my working out. I love working out and I've worked out pretty religiously since I was 16. And, um, when I was, when my kids were young, I would go to Y and I do the full two hours of daycare, man. I was cashing in that day to care and I would do the body pump, the spin, um, body step. I loved it all. And then as I got older, I changed gyms and went to the gym and it was lovely. Did my own thing. And then when the pandemic hit, like the gym's closed, right? And I had to create a gym for myself. And so I bought, like, found the machine I loved, 
this amazing elliptical and I found it in New Jersey. They shipped it down. It's like 600 pounds. And my idea was to bring it up into our bonus room upstairs, which has plenty of space, this air conditioning. And my husband was like, we are not bringing up a 600 pound machine up the stairs on our second stairs. So the only other option was to create a gym in the garage, which six months out of the year, it's not a problem, but I'm in the six months where it's a little bit of a problem where I have to adapt because there's more discomfort for myself in working out. And so I have to, I have two huge fans out there. I have to take more water breaks. I have to listen to my body because the, how my body reacts to the heat, it slows me down. I can't do as much. And so I have to listen and adapt to it. And that is really similar to you becoming a parent in the space of raising an LGBTQ child where you need to listen to your discomfort, okay? And when it happens, like when I feel the heat of like working out, I'm like, okay, I need to get off the machine for 30 seconds or up to three minutes. I need to take a drink of water. I need to let myself calm down. And so you're gonna feel some discomfort. So the first thing I want you to do is to expect it. And now I'm gonna teach you how to allow it. Okay, so when that discomfort hits, what do you do? The first thing you need to do is figure out what you need. Just like I need, know I need two fans, I need extra water, I need to listen to my body. When you're feeling discomfort, you figure out what you need. Um, you need to maybe take a break, find a coach, speak to a friend, um, advocate for your child saying, like being very authentic, saying this is making me uncomfortable, but I'm working on it, like saying words that will help you give that space to allow it. Okay. So you need to create the space for you to allow the discomfort. Don't ignore the discomfort because it will just grow. You have to allow it and then own it. Own that you are creating that discomfort. Just like I own, like my body is creating the discomfort and the heat. It's how my body's reacting to the heat. I don't make that a problem. It's just like, okay, I feel it. I feel like I'm overheating. This is what I need to do. And so when you, the discomfort comes, don't shame yourself. Don't add shame on top of it. Just be like, interesting. I'm triggered. This is bothering me. This is information. This is something that's going on with me. What am I making this mean? And just react to it. Okay. And I like to own it completely. I mean, like my child going on a date or holding hands with their boyfriend is not causing me issues. It's what I'm making it mean. I own it. And what do I need in this moment to process that? And don't make it about your child and what they're doing. Make it about like what's going on for you and figure out if you need to talk to somebody, if you need to like, don't throw up on your child with your pain, with your discomfort, but own it that you are creating it and then figure out what you need and then see it through. Like, like I said, don't ignore it. You know, when we ignore discomfort, it like kind of grows and we create discomfort on top of discomfort. So if I was to ignore like, my body overheating when I'm working out, I would pass out and I would create another problem for me. But because I am getting really good at listening and feeling my body and giving it what it needs, then it doesn't become a problem and I just process it, okay? And I process it through and think about um, when you're feeling discomfort, I want you, I like to view it as like you're sitting on the shore and waves of that feelings coming through where you can process it. And when you're dealing with things with your child, this is really good when you add another emotion in. Like I remember when my son wanted to start dating in high school and seeing him on dates with um, his date was discomfortable for me. Like it, it brought up some feelings and some beliefs that 
um, made me feel really anxious during that time and made me like not like the experience of him dating. And so I added in an emotion where I'm like, I'm uncomfortable with this. And I am so proud of myself for showing up, how I'm supporting him, how I'm helping him learn how to healthy interact on dates, how I'm helping him figure out the boundaries of what a healthy relationship looks like. And so the whole time I'm processing the uncomfortableness of it for me, and I'm processing, like, I'm proud I'm still showing up. Okay. So you could process two emotions at once. Um, as long as you are, can name it, allow it, figure out what you need in it, and then process it, you're able to stay in the game of parenting. And then you get back on, right? You keep processing it and you stay in the game where like, you know, when I'm working out, I take a break and then I'm ready to go again. And so sometimes that's tag team with your spouse. Sometimes that is, listen, I can't really talk about this for a week, but give me a week. I need to work with my coach. Sometimes it's journaling. Sometimes it's going for a walk. Like, no, like the discomfort isn't going to last forever. And when it does, remind yourself, like, I need to get back in the game of parenting and being part of my child's life. And what you realize is when you do this and allow the discomfort, what happens is you get stronger. You have more resiliency. You have more um, capability of supporting your child and more of capability of supporting yourself. And what you do is you create this very authentic relationship with your child and you're not pretending and you're really showing up real and handling all the emotions that come with the discomfort of it. And you are creating this relationship with yourself that is authentic. So you have more capability to love yourself and you don't make the discomfort and the circumstance of um, different than you thought, all the discomfort that's coming up with the circumstance of how you're thinking, you don't make that shameful and a problem. You work through it, you process through it. It's like um, working through layers of the onion. And that is really what I found with my clients of, um, they think they're good and then something happens. They're like, oh, I'm, this triggers me. And then it's once again, allowing it again, where, so when it happens, you figure out what you need, you own it, that you're creating it, you see it through, you process it, and then you get back in the game. Okay. That is what you allow for. You kind of expect it. So if you don't feel like you're allowing it, you need to find a coach. You need to find a therapist because that will cause you further problems down the road and discomfort will grow if you do not allow and figure out what you need and learn how to process. And so we do, I do this with clients every day. Um, it is a normal thing. I want you to know if you're feeling discomfort, you should feel shame. That is normal. But if you do not handle it, you're, you could have some real damage to yourself and your relationship with your child. And that is what we all try to avoid is because we all want to have we can't control their lives. We can't control anything, but we can control how we show up and learning how to show up in your highest self is learning how to handle discomfort, expect the, expect the discomfort and allow it. All right. Thank you for joining me. I hope this helps you allow it, expect it, and don't worry about when it comes. Like, you know, you can handle it. Have a great day. Where have you found the support that your family needs? I would be honored to be that support. I have created a virtual coaching program specifically for Christian LGBTQ families. Come check out the coaching community, Lifted Together with Jenny Hunter. In our community, you will find a safe space to process all the emotions and all the things that you need to find the support that you will need to help your child thrive. You will find it in private coaching, group coaching, and I have created hours of content just for you. When you are ready to thrive as a family, 
please come check out liftedtogether.com slash membership.